Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. Super excited you're here. I'm Pawnee. I'm your host. Let's talk brave. Also, tiny disclaimer, noisy chicks again. So if you hear something in the background, my apologies. Don't know why they're freaking out. Anyway, so today I wanted to talk about being brave enough to stop live, to stop treating people like they're dying. Um, to stop waiting for things to die and just let and just live, put more life in things. So as most of you know, I have a dog. I have a, <laughs> I have a rescue, a chocolate lab who is a rescue. We have had her for two years now. So like I said, we've had her for two years. She is, she just, she's 10 years old now. And <laughs> I did not know this until we, we ended up with her that Chocolate labs actually have the shortest lifespan of all the labs. I don't know why. It is just what it is. And so 10 years is actually pretty, it's kind of their average lifespan. It's kind of the typical lifespan of a, a chocolate lab. Now, she has not had some any crazy serious health problems since we've had her, although she's not like in the best of health. A lot of it is just due to age. So, and there have been several times when I was sure she was going to die. <laughs> I was sure that was it. That was the end. And it's been kind of a struggle for me to have her and to be kind of waiting for this thing to happen. Also, I've got several friends um, kind of online and things like that, that their their dogs have are also old and have have passed recently and so it's been something that I was like oh kind of really kind of weighing on me and I've been really struggling with well this summer I decided it's like okay how do I how do I really deal with this because it is kind of a waiting game um she's not getting any younger she's not gonna you know just magically be better but I decided one day I was like you know what we gotta I've got to stop treating her like she's dying (laughs) um I do. I have to start stop treating her like she's dying. Technically, is it true? Yeah, she kind of she kind of is. She's an old lady. She's not going to get any younger. You know, I would love for her to be here for another five or six, ten years. That's not going to happen. Uh, I will be lucky if I get another year. But I decided to stop treating her like she was dying. So one of the things that we've we've been doing these last I don't know month or so is we get up and we, we've always been, we, I've always taken her for a walk every day. And so I get up and I've been taking her for a walk. And then I've also, the last couple weeks, month or so, been trying to take her for a walk in the evening as well. So we take not one, but two short walks every day. Like I said, they're not long, they're not crazy. Because um, I don't think she could really handle anything much longer than we do, but she really enjoys them. <laughs> hear those chicks and now the dogs are gonna bark um but the other day well I guess it's been a couple weeks she has she tends to do this thing where she barks at the door when we go for a walk and it's a little bit annoying because her bark 
there there she is um it like echoes throughout the whole house and it's so loud and it's just kind of this booming bark and so a lot of times I try to get her out the door I will grab her leash and then I go out there she will continue to bark so one day in an attempt to minimize the barking I got her collar on really fast I got her leash on really fast and I was like go let's go let's go and she just started running across the street so we ran for the first okay not that far like 100 200 feet of the walk and like she just it was like she was like alive when we started running she was just like she just looked so happy acted so happy and so that's what we have been doing we've been starting our walk with like a little tiny run I say little tiny because it's literally like a couple hundred feet and then um, we don't run much further than that but it has been kind of amazing to me the change I feel like in her demeanor and how like everything since I have started decided to stop treating her like she was dying and we go outside in the evenings and her brothers want to play with her I don't push as hard for them to leave her alone she wants to go play with them more and just the other night maybe it was even last night we were sitting outside um, in the evening, and my sister's like, oh, she seems like she's doing so much better. <laughs> and I think that that's kind of a huge lesson for everybody, is you got to stop living like you're dying. And I know that that can be difficult. You got to stop living like things are going to end, right? Because the truth of the matter is we are all, we're all dying, technically, right? We are all dying, and we are all going to end up that place eventually but I think that the thing to focus on is not that we're all going to end up in the ground is that what kind of life can we have before we end up there right that's that's what we need to focus on how much life can we put into our life and how can we start living to be living instead of living just to not be dying so I've I've mentioned before I'm writing a book called um you're not broken just single and I talk about living for you and and things like that, letting go of other people's expectations. And in one point, I talk about the movie The Croods and how they, you know, they start off in the cave and it's all about just keeping them alive. Like her dad is just all about keeping them alive and they can't do this because it's dangerous and they can't do that because it's dangerous. And it's that mind, okay, a lot of time people don't realize that our brain is still kind of in that, like, just keep me alive. Like, that's your brain's main function, is to keep you alive. Your fears and all of those things, your fear especially, is just about keeping you alive. And for a lot of years, a lot, a lot of years, if something was new, it was dangerous. Something was new, you didn't know what it was, it could kill you. Like in the crudes, right? Anything new is bad, because... Who knows what it's going to do to you? Who knows how it's going to kill you? But there's a point in the movie, The Croods, at the end where, where Meep says, she says, that's not living. That's just not dying. So my question for you today is, are you living or are you just not dying? Because I think that sometimes we get in these patterns, we get, in, we get comfortable where we're at, and instead of living, we're just existing. Instead of really chasing what we want, instead of being happy in a way that is really feels good and is what we want and sets our soul on fire we just settle for living and I don't mean like actually living we settle for not dying I guess is is the word and that's the first step right yes you have to the the basics of life you have to you have to not die that's the first thing right you have to stay alive but are you actually living 
And I say this to myself as well because I've I've realized lately that a lot of the things that I'm trying to do, I am I'm playing things very safe and I feel like I have this picture in my head of how I want things to be and I haven't moved forward with some other things because it doesn't fit the picture. And sometimes the picture we can't go straight to the picture picture that we want. We have to kind of like maybe take a step back and go through a couple of other pictures. Just like in the Crudes, they didn't get to tomorrow right away, right? They went through all these other things before they got to where they were going. But in the process, they were there was some amazing living that they did. Like actually living. So that's my question for you today is, and my, my encouragement for you is to start living, really living. Stop treating your life like it's just a waiting room to die. Because you can, you can sit safely in a room and just wait to die your whole life, for your whole life. Or you can get out there and you can actually live. You can get out there, you can actually chase those crazy dreams. And yes, some of them are going to be crazy and some of them are going to be ridiculous. But if they bring you happiness and they bring you joy and they don't hurt anybody, there's nothing wrong with them. I just watched a video not like a half an hour ago about this guy who taught his dog to ride on his motorcycle because he wanted to travel and he didn't have a car. So he taught his dog to ride on his motorcycle with him. He got him a little helmet, little like um, goggle thingy, especially for him. And they had this goal to visit all 50 states. And I think the goal was also to visit all of the national parks and national forests in the country. And they had made it to 49 states when he was in an accident and really bad accident and his dog was getting older it'd been about 10 years so his dog was getting older and it was kind of like a it needed to happen pretty soon if it was ever going to happen and I just thought it was so amazing because he I mean he, he said it was months and months of rehab it was like a skydiving accident or something but he ended up doing it like him and his dog it wasn't like you know, they did a, it was, Alaska was the last state. And so I think they looked like they had taken a ship or something up there. And then they rented a motorcycle and they, he got on there and they had this last ride. It was the last state. It was the last national forest that they had to visit. And it was 10 years in the making. And the guy was clearly filming himself, you know, on his phone. And he's like, I can't believe we did it. Like, this has been 10 years we've been working on this crazy dream. And we did it. Like, I can't believe we actually did it. So it doesn't really matter what your dreams are. It doesn't really matter what make brings you joy. I also have been seeing reels by this lady. I find it interesting because I'm a little bit of a history person. But she's really into historical fashion. And she tells, like, she'll, she has all these historically accurate um, costumes and she's like this is what it would look like to get dressed in the 1910s or the 1880s and she will show you and it's you can just see her face is just lit up the whole time so it doesn't really matter what lights your soul on fire it doesn't but do something fits make sure you're fitting things into your life that actually allow you to live let me say that again make sure you are living not just existing not just slogging through, not just not dying. Make sure you are living. And I realize it's not going to be all of the time, 100%. Nobody's ever going to just feel like their soul's on fire all the time. And that you are super happy all of the time. But you need to find something, whatever it is, that sets your heart on fire, whether it's riding motorcycles with your dog, or it's dressing in Edwardian clothing, or it's 
dressing up for the Renaissance Fair. I also saw a bunch of reels like that yesterday, getting dressed for a Renaissance Fair or it's making covers of Viking music. You need to find something that makes you feel alive. It's traveling. A lot of my friends that I traveled with in a group, they are in the South Pacific right now and part of me is super duper jealous. <laughs> They're just leaving Australia yesterday for New Zealand and then they will, I think they're ending up in Fiji, but a lot of them travel. They love traveling and I love following along with their travels on Facebook. It's like one of my favorite parts of Facebook is watching all of my friends travel around all summer. So whatever your thing is that sets your heart on fire and makes you feel alive, put more of that in your life. Find the time. No, don't find the time. Make the time to do those things that you love to bake the cookies, to make the quilt, to whittle the thing out of wood, whatever it is, you find what makes you happy and you do it more because that is how your life is going to be worth living. You like hiking? Go find those trails. You like <laughs> you like 100-mile bike rides? Go on 100-mile bike rides. I think you're crazy, but you know what? It doesn't matter if I think you're crazy. I also super admire people that do the things like that because, yes, I don't want to ride 100 miles on a bike. But you know what? If you do, I will stand there and I will cheer you on because I think it's awesome that you have found something that makes you happy and you're doing it. So I will always applaud that. And I would encourage you also to just be encouraging of other people. When they find their thing and they love it and it's exciting for them, don't dim their happy. Don't try to make them pull that back. No, you don't have to love it as much as they do, but you don't have to... You don't have to rain on their parade and you don't have to make them feel stupid about it. And I think that we would all be a little bit better off if we were more supportive of what other people loved, right? You love rocks and you love making jewelry out of them. Cool, show me, tell me a little bit about it. Be encouraging. I think that's so awesome that you love this. I think these are really cool. No, you don't have to jump in and do it too. But they don't have to jump in and do what you love either. So that's what I have for you today. Another lesson, of course, from my dog. And I'm pretty sure you heard her bark in this episode as well. I'm just going to leave that there because it kind of fits. Is to stop treating life like you're dying. Be brave enough to just go out there and start living your life. One little thing that makes you happy at a time. Because you deserve happiness, my friend. You really do. And happy is not nearly as elusive and not nearly as hard to find as we sometimes make it out to be. Happiness is homemade. And you can do it. You just have to start with those little things that make you happy and just put more of those in your life. Stop making it so hard. You're wonderful. You are amazing. I love you. I believe in you. You can be brave enough to stop living like you're dying. and Just start living and being happy because you deserve it. Have a fantastical day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and the link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.